Hey everyone, welcome to episode 14 of the Back Row Steelers Show. On this episode, we're talking rumors, news, and Vegas prop bets. Uh, don't forget, you can hit me up at Back Row Steelers on the Twitter and Instagram, or shoot an email to backrowsteelers at gmail.com if there's something you'd like to hear me discuss uh, on the show. Before we get into today's topic, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review the podcast. It uh, helps this podcast get recognition. Share it with all your friends, your family. Like We want to get it out to all the Steelers fans we can. That's the ultimate goal, right? So, uh, yeah, just get it out there. Tell all your friends about it. I'm actually thinking about ordering some stickers, uh, maybe some other merch-type things to get the name out there. And uh, hopefully I, I can sell a couple of those things or give some away maybe uh, on the podcast. It'd be pretty cool to do, too. So uh, stand by for that. I, I'm trying to figure out some logistic-type things for that. All right, let's 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 get started on uh, the the news happening around Pittsburgh. Uh, Terrell Pryor, Terrell Pryor, uh, if you guys remember him, he's apparently eyeing a uh, comeback and has expressed some interest in the Steelers and the Patriots. More so, the Patriots. Uh, he says he really likes Cam Newton. Um, has been a big Cam Newton fan, I guess. So he he wants to kind of go play for the Patriots, but has expressed some interest in the Steelers as well. I think part of that is that uh, he's from the Pittsburgh area, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. Uh, he said that he's been in contact with the Patriots, but COVID is hindering his ability to prove himself because teams aren't really functioning like they normally would this time of year. For those of you who don't remember him or have an idea about who Pryor is, uh, he's a quarterback slash wide receiver convert and uh, a Pittsburgh area native, like I mentioned. Uh, he's from Jeanette. To be exact, he went to Ohio State and then played for a few teams in the NFL as a quarterback, but really only saw success as a wide receiver for the Browns for one year where he had a 1,000-yard season. After that, he's battled injuries on some other teams, including uh, one injury. He was he was stabbed, apparently, in an altercation. I, I kind of vaguely remember that. I guess he's all healed up and everything from it and uh, is ready to come back in the NFL. Personally, I, I think he's not going to make much of a comeback, and I especially don't see Pittsburgh even really kicking the tires on him. He's 31 years old, which in the NFL is kind of old for a wide receiver unless you are like one of those top-tier elite-type wide receivers or the, the ageless like Larry Fitzgerald. I don't, I don't know when that guy's ever going to retire, but uh, he's he sure is a lot of fun to watch. But anyway, Terrell Pryor, yeah, good luck, buddy. Um I think Pittsburgh's room has a little too much talent for you to even make the roster. So uh, good luck. Um, I don't see you really making a, a, a comeback in the NFL, at least to like an NFL quality of play that you're really, really relevant for a team. And that, that kind of sucks, but good for you for trying, I guess, Terrell. So, you know, uh, good luck. So I'm going to put a link in the episode description from Trib Live. Uh, Mark Madden said something along the lines of Juju Smith-Schuster is not going to be very good, and then he's going to leave Pittsburgh, like specifically talking about this year. And I think it was kind of like a little stab at him because Juju hit 1 million subscribers on the YouTubes, and uh, which is pretty awesome. Like, congrats, Juju. That's freaking cool, man. Like, you're on YouTube. You're doing your thing. Uh, you, you kind of have all these little ventures you want to do in life. And, man, you're, like, young, so go do it. That's pretty awesome. Uh, maybe we'll get there some get there someday as the Back Row Steelers show. Uh, like, a million subscribers would be just unreal. But 
I, I don't know. There's just some hate going on from Mark Madden. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, basically something along the lines of he won't be very good, then he'll leave. He, he went on to talk about how Notre Dame should just be told to kick rocks for the season just because they don't want to play in a conference. And it was kind of like his whole big article about uh, them being ACC and they should have to play in the ACC permanently then. It was just kind of a mess. I guess the only other big NFL news really going on is uh, the Washington Red somethings need a new name. So the Redskins, uh, they've been under fire, and FedEx was like, look, you guys need to change your name or you're not going to have a field to play on. And it's understandable. Like FedEx owns the field. They're trying to like get a little more or a lot more politically correct, let's be real. So... There's a lot of funny memes going on around there, and they just said, like, I got the fix, and they put, like, the picture of a red red skin potato on the helmet instead of, like, the Indian head, which which is kind of funny, honestly, but uh, in the same sense, like, you know what? Like, maybe you should change your name from the Redskins. And then some other teams started coming under fire, like uh, the the Braves or the Blackhawks and stuff in other, in other sports, and it's like, I don't really see them as being derogatory because they they talk specifically about the tribes. It's not like Redskins is just that's kind of an offensive term for Native Americans. So, uh, I good for the owner for finally, uh, I, I guess, being forced to agree to changing the name. But we'll see what they come up with. I'm I'm kind of anxious to see it. I I personally live in an area that is very heavily or densely populated with Redskins fans, and a lot of them are just pissed because they don't want the name to change. But we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, uh, let's see. Tomorrow or uh, today, I guess, it's kind of late. Uh, I'm working a little later shift now, so I'm recording later. But July 15th is the last day for contract talks for outside linebacker Bud Dupree. Uh, I'm sure he's looking for like a five-year type contract, and I would likely be looking... Uh, for a, a fat wallet for him to the tune of like 16.75 million per year, or maybe a little more than that, even like maybe 17 mil a year. Uh, I, I personally think that's about right for Dupree and is kind of the going rate for well-performing linebackers. Now, some people aren't really big, big on Dupree. And I understand he kind of proved himself last year. Uh, but, for instance, if you compare him to, say, Zadarius Smith in Green Bay, he got his contract last year and makes $16.5 million a year. Uh, and, and last year, stat-wise, Zadarius Smith had 55 combined tackles, 13.5 sacks, and one forced fumble. Now, Bud Dupree, his stat line was 68 combined tackles, so 13 more tackles, 11.5 uh, sacks, so it was two less sacks, and... That could have to do with, you know, we use our edge rushers a little more than an outside linebacker for, for pressuring a quarterback. But, man, like, 11.5 sacks is still pretty good. But he had four forced fumbles last year, too, versus uh, Smith's one forced fumble. So so he kind of has, like, uh, the the ability and a little more nose for the football, I think, as far as knocking it out and, and making teams pay. So, I like I said, I heard some of, like, my Steelers friends sometimes talk bad about Dupree. And he really didn't perform up to, like, I need a big contract type numbers until last year. Which, well, it's, it's a contract year, so maybe he was a little more apt to perform better. Um, 
maybe a little more motivated. I don't know, but I honestly think it could be because of having plenty of supporting cast members on the on the defense along with them, uh, and being a little more in tune with the defense. They seem to to gel a little bit better, uh, and it, it kind of brought out the best in everybody on that defense. And you know, if we can keep everyone together like that, let's do it. So, like Mr. Rooney, like let's 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 pay the man and further solidify the steel curtain. So let's get him a, like a five-year contract or something. Keep him on the team. Let's keep this defense cohesion like really, really solid. And I, I think that it, Bud Dupree is going to be great for this team. All right, let's. Uh, I guess let's move on to some Vegas prop bets. Uh, and some of it's more like a bets on the season type things. There aren't a whole lot of prop bets until. You know, maybe like closer to game days and the actual season starting, but there are some some neat ones out there right now. Uh, currently, Vegas is giving twenty eight to one odds on the Steelers winning the Super Bowl. Uh, what's a quick hundred bucks to a bookie site on those odds? Like, I, I got to talk my wife into that one. You know, like twenty eight to one. Like, if I throw a hundred bucks on that, that'd be quite the payoff. So that'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. There's betting odds on them winning the AFC North. Like currently a plus three fifty odd, meaning like a ten dollar bet would win you thirty five bucks. Uh, the only obstacle for Pittsburgh winning the AFC North uh, is Baltimore. Honestly, I, I know the Bungles and the Brownies, all, all their hopeful fans think they they've got it, but there's just no way in hell. I will say this though, that the AFC North is likely going to be the toughest division in the NFL next year, like no doubt in my mind. They're just the way the teams are all coming together, like it's honestly going to be scary because you don't just don't know what's going to happen. Now, now Baltimore, they kind of have the, the Lamar Jackson cheat code, but it's only a matter of time before everybody's on, everyone's onto that. And, and I honestly feel like the AFC North is going to be a very, very hard division to compete in. Uh, let's see here. There's a crappy over under nine wins bet that has like a, a minus one ten payout, meaning, uh, kind of like you lose money, it'd be like a push. Uh, either way, at nine wins, because the ten dollars known as the vig uh, for the odds maker would leave you with like a hundred bucks. So if you put a hundred on it or one ten on it, uh, you'd get a hundred bucks back if there's a, a nine win situation. So it, it's not terrible because you're not really losing much money. Um, it's essentially a push. Now there are record improvement by two game bets. And same record or worse bets that can net you like, uh, I think they called it like $9.09 profit on a $10 bet. So you get $19.09 if you, whatever reason, put a $10 bet on their record being two games better or more or the same or lower. So uh, it's almost not even worth it. It's kind of a negligible, negligible gain on your investment, but it's kind of like a mediocre risk slash minimal reward type of bet. So if you're looking for something that, you know, might be a little safer and you're not too scared about losing a bunch of money, I think betting on their actual record is pretty safe right now just because there's not a whole lot of, like, question about what the Steelers are. And the, given the schedule and everything, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think betting on the, the over for, for nine, nine wins, if you bet right on the, the nine-win line, you really can't lose. So even if we go eight and eight, there's no way in hell we're gonna have a losing season. But you can either push or make a ton of money. So I'd bet on the nine wins are over. All right. Uh, the same odds are actually going for Big Ben to throw over or under four thousand yards. 
So betting either way is literally uh, it's it's literally the same payout as betting on the record. Uh, he has a small plus two fifty line on being the comeback player of the year. That's a pretty safe bet for sure because a healthy uh, Big Ben is dangerously good, and the offensive weapons that we have are dangerously good. So if you want to go throw like a, a kind of a unique bet out there, um, prop bet, put put it on Big Ben being the offensive play uh, comeback player of the year. It's tough to say go bet now because we don't even know if we're going to have a season. But if they say, hey, the season's a go, I mean, Pittsburgh's practicing two-a-days right now. So uh, everyone's planning on having a season, and I don't know how they're going to pull it off because, you know, people are getting sick according to the media. I guess it's getting worse according to the media, but fingers crossed y'all for the Pittsburgh uh, uh, season actually happening, like any, uh, NFL season happening anyway, you know. It's just kind of crazy. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a little worried because I play a lot of fantasy sports, uh, fantasy football, and I already have a lot of money tied up in the 2020 leagues, which isn't really like that big of a deal. We'll just roll it over to 21 if the 20, 2020 league doesn't happen. But betting on things for the season happening right now, like I don't know how that's working with bookie sites, like maybe get your money back if the season doesn't happen. I don't know. Um, I've never done any like sort of prop betting or anything like that. I think I might this year because of all the research I was just doing and looking things up. It's pretty unique. Uh, I think it, it seems like it could be a, a lot of fun. Let's see here. We got another one. You can prop bet on TJ Watt being defensive player of the year. Uh, that's on a plus 1200 line. So what that means is like a hundred dollar bet would net you 1200 bucks. So you get, you get the 1200 plus, uh, the hundred initial bet. So really you'd make like, you get like 1300 bucks out of the deal on a hundred dollar bet. Now, TJ Watt has a lot of opportunity to be defensive player of the year. And he's got some he's got some competition in the NFL ahead of him. And I'm not saying that he couldn't get it, but you have like Aaron Donald and just I mean, there's all kinds of people everywhere. Uh Nick Bosa. Like it's just Joey Bosa. I mean, let, let's be real here. There's a lot of good good defensive, like really fast guys out there that would give TJ Watt a run for his money. But if you, if you got a couple extra hundred bucks laying around, I'd sling a hundred bucks on uh TJ Watt potentially being the defensive player of the year. James Connor, he currently has a plus 3,300 line on taking the rushing yard total. Uh, so the rushing record in 2020, basically like if he's going to be the top rusher in the 2020 season, plus 3,300 line. That's an insane bet. And, and maybe if you're rich out there, you just want to get richer and you just feel like, yeah, shit, I'll throw like a couple hundred bucks on that line. I don't see James Conner uh, staying healthy all season. And we talked about this before in the running back room episode. And it was just like his style of running isn't really conducive to him being healthy the whole season. So getting the rushing yard total record in 2020, or I shouldn't say record, the rushing being the leading rusher in the NFL in 2020, it is not really something that is is kind of in James Conner's wheelhouse. I wish it was, but given his health uh, or or lack thereof, is kind of scary to put that even hundred dollar bet on. Uh, rookie wide receiver Chase Claypool has the same betting line on him for offensive rookie of the year, so uh, a thirty three hundred uh, positive bet betting line on Chase Claypool being offensive rookie of the year. Now, given the depth at the wide receiver room in Pittsburgh, which I think I might actually do for the next episode. I did the running back room episode. 
I'm kind of feeling like I want to talk about all the wide receivers a little more in depth. Uh, I kind of hit that before, but um, it's just a really, really cool wide receiver room, and I I might wait a couple weeks to do it and see what's coming out of the camp and uh, getting a little closer to preseason. We'll have a discussion about that. But I honestly wouldn't put it above him to be Offensive Player of the Year, but a lot of that is contingent on, uh, again, Ben Roethlisberger being healthy. Um, I'd be more willing to put my money on that to happen over Connor's chances of being a rushing yards leader. But at the same time, like I'm not really like super into betting like that. I do play fantasy sports, but I don't do a whole lot of prop betting. And I, I may put one or two out there this year, but I don't think this is going to be one of them. Ultimately, sites like uh, MyBookie or FanDuel and DraftKings, they've got a ton of different ways to bet on our Steelers. Uh, I just need to convince my wife that it's going to pay off. You, you guys may need to go convince your significant others or even yourself to say, you know what, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some money on Pittsburgh this year, or or even just to get out there and have some fun. Maybe do it with your buddies. Get everyone together. Like, hey, check. Let's check these prop bets out and let's see. Uh, do we want to throw some money down on some prop bets? And maybe set it up that you can have like a, a big Steelers party somewhere or something like that. I think that'd be a whole lot of fun. Uh, and if you guys do win and you want to throw that party, send me an invite. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll make a trip up to uh, Pittsburgh or wherever you're at listening to this. Uh, Gary, if it's you out in Nebraska, I don't think I'm traveling out there, buddy, though. All right. Before we finish up, I just want to give a big shout out to Jeremy Barker over at the Backer Fantasy Show. Uh, he also is the host of the Backer Dolphins Show. He does like some really cool stuff. I think he's got a show called Obscured Mics. Uh, they do the Back Row Reacts. He's got a ton of stuff going on. He, he really just, I think he just enjoys recording and talking to the microphone and getting his voice out there to the masses. I love listening listening to the Back Row Fantasy Show, but big shout-out to you, Jeremy. Um, he's making a lot of great moves for the Back Row Network and just made a collaboration channel on YouTube uh, for views or listens, whatever you want to call it, uh, where you can find all of the Back Row shows. So my YouTube link is still going to work because uh, I can individually upload episodes to it. Uh, if you guys notice my link tree... Uh, on social media or wherever. Uh, I have a YouTube link on there for people to click. Uh, I'm going to include one for, uh, it's called the Back Row Sports Podcast on YouTube. So there you can find all the Back Row Sports shows, which is pretty awesome. So that's going to cover, we're trying to get all 32 NFL teams to have their own show. And so if you're interested in doing a show for another team, like maybe you're just listening to the Pittsburgh podcast because you like to hear my voice, that's okay. Maybe a little creepy, but it's all right. If you have another team that you maybe want to talk about in the NFL and we don't have it covered by the Back Row Network, feel free to hit us up and we can kind of, you know, talk about some things and see what we can can come up with for you. you you'll be able to find my podcast on, on this Back Row Sports Podcast YouTube, and I'm going to put the link in the episode description as well, so you'll be able to just click directly on it there. That's where all my episodes, including this one, and uh, f- from now on, basically this episode and on, are going to be on the Back Row Sports Podcast. And, and that kind of opens us up a little bit more for may, maybe some sponsors or ad-type things where, where maybe we can make some money off these podcasts. And, hey, don't worry. Uh, we're still on all the other platforms and stuff, too. Uh, I was just giving a little plug for the YouTube stuff. We are definitely still on wherever you're listening to us. So, uh, yeah, just go ahead and keep doing the downloads on there, and you'll be just fine. All right, uh, I think that's about going to do it for this week's episode, folks. Thanks to all of you out there for listening, subscribing, and downloading these episodes. And 
everyone out there, stay safe, stay healthy, love each other, go out and enjoy nature, do, do what you got to do, make sure you're sound mind and happy, being able to wake up in the morning, put a smile on your face, and go have a good day. So with that being said, uh, catch you guys next week, and I love you all. Thanks for listening. See you next time on the Back Row Steelers Show.